Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports. All sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the Monday night edition here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app available for you anywhere in the world for you to listen in. And, of course, you can always catch us at home if you can't get radio. You can always get us via Alexa, just tell her to play, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can email me at Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Check out our podcast at the conclusion of the show by going to CrescentCitySports.com, clicking on Menu, clicking on More, and then clicking on Podcast, and you'll be able to check us out, which we hope you will. You can always call the show as well. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 to participate in the conversation. Saints preseason game won by the books. We'll talk about that. Of course, college football, AP poll is out. LSU's not in it. Second one, they're not in. No surprise. And, of course, big news on the LSU front today with regard to maybe getting closer to the biggest answer on this football team. Joining us now to talk about that, among other things, our good and great friend from CrescentCitySports.com, Renee Nato. Renee, always a pleasure. Welcome to the show. Hope you had a good weekend. I sure did. It's always great to be with you, Kenny. Yeah, it's interesting as football season cranks up, a lot of interesting things are going on uh, around this area. Hey, before we get into LSU, just a, a take from you on what you saw from the Saints in their preseason game one. Anything that, that struck you or stood out in your mind? You know, nothing really special. You know, it's kind of where I thought, you know, I knew the Saints would look, as we all did, we're going to look at a lot of new faces, and, and this is a time for trial and error. Uh, putting the ball on the ground and a couple of turnovers wasn't good. But, you know, again, this is a first exhibition game. You've got a lot of new players out there trying to make plays. You can expect... Um, you know, errors to happen or, or turnovers to happen and mistakes. But, uh, but you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I, there were some good things. I, I think, uh, you know, Curtin Merritt and, and Jawan Dixon, a couple of wide receivers from this area, represented themselves pretty well. Uh, Paulson Adebo looked outstanding in his, in his role. Uh, and, and I tell you what, Chase Hansen didn't hurt himself. Guy who came along with the Saints in 2019 has had some back issues out of Utah. He was all packed. 12 uh, back in, as a senior in 2018 with 114 tackles and 20 tackles for loss. 
he can play. Uh, he won't be a key figure, but the playing the way he did kind of showed the Saints that uh, he's maybe he's worth a, a long look see, and he probably will get that this week uh, against the Packers. And then, of course, it's the Packers this week on Friday night, game two. And my guess is you you probably won't see uh, pretty much the same guys you didn't see last week. I can't imagine they're going to play any of these veterans. It's really become that in the preseason, unless you're a bad team or a very, very young team that needs to, uh, you know, to look at young starters. The Saints are not that team. No, and, and Kenny, the thing is, this is what exhibition games are about. They want to, they want to, it's trial and error. They want to see their, their players, players they're looking at uh, on the end of the roster and see how they compete against other players besides practice. Uh, and, and in some cases, maybe a Andy Dalton will give him a chance uh, in the first quarter to maybe have his uh, opportunity to play you know, against another team. Uh, it's a little different in, in against another team in an exhibition game, even though it's exhibition, uh, to see what he, what he can do before the season gets here. And uh, I just think you know, that's what the exhibition season's about, uh, to kind of you know, take a look-see and, and see what these players can do against other, other players and other teams. And, uh, that's what it, that's, and I think you'll, you'll see some players maybe play a little more in this coming game as uh, they kind of start to pare down and get a better idea of who might be on the final 53 or, or who might be in a practice squad. Uh, this week would be the final look at, or it will be a one look, uh, look-see, but the, of course a week later in the uh, Dome against the Chargers will be the final look-see. But I think this week they'll start to get a better idea who maybe go um, fill those roles for the Saints. Tulane, of course, continuing to prepare for their season. Certainly looks like they're Defensive line's pretty good. Their, you know, their linebackers look pretty good. Secondary needs to be better. Wide receivers need to be better. Offensive line needs to be better. Like the quarterback position with both guys healthy, and like the running back position, which looks deep. Well, you know, and, and you're right, Kenny. And in their first game this year, uh, Tulane, their first two games are winnable games. Massachusetts at home and Alcorn State. But Dorian Williams and Nick Anderson, their linebackers, are the best pair of linebackers in the conference and maybe one of the better pair in, in the southeastern port of the United States. They're both exceptional, exceptional players um, and, and both will have a chance in some way, shape, or form to, to, to land on an NFL roster next year. Uh, up front, Patrick Jenkins coming aboard. John Eric Product from TCU, he's going to certainly solidify that front. Um, Adonis Frulo, a guy out of Hornville, uh, is going to get a, a chance to play a great deal this year, and I think he should be pretty, pretty good up front and kind of help that, that area up front. A guy that uh, you know, you're familiar with, Angelo Anderson is out of John Curtis, and he's a rush guy, but Keith Cooper is a guy he's competing with that I really like a lot, and I think between those two, they're going to really bring a lot to that defense uh, of, of Tulane. And, and you're right, Kenny, Michael Pratt coming back means so much to this team. If, if for some reason he would have decided to leave or enter the transfer portal, that would have been devastating for Willie Fritz and his staff. But he comes back, and he's got some weapons with Ty J. Spears and Cam Cameron and Carroll and, and some other players. So with Michael Pratt at the throttle, I think Tulane certainly has a chance. Yeah, they bring in Shotty Clayton, of course, who's transferred from Colorado. He can really play. So their running back position is, is really solid. Celestine's there, too, so I think they're in great shape there. The latest poll that Southeastern Louisiana is ranked in came out today. Uh, where they're ranked 16th in the nation in the latest poll released. They were 17th in another poll previously, so this is no surprise. Frank Selfo has built himself a really good program. He really has. And, you know, 
Gage Labradine, who I know you know very well out of Riverside, he has become a weapon in the Southland Conference as a kick returner or a wide receiver. And the Lions have the best set of cornerbacks. I tell you, it did be hard to match anywhere in college football with Zy Alexander and Philando Jordan. Both of those guys will be playing in the NFL. Philando Jordan was a two-time All-American. He's at one corner, and Zy Alexander is a 6'3 sophomore cornerback, was a freshman All-American last year for the Lions. Those two are shutdown cornerbacks. And when you get guys like that playing on defense, Kenny, your team has a chance. So Frank Selfo certainly has some weapons on offense, and, and he's got some players on defense. And being ranked 16th goes to show how much respect he's getting nationally. Visiting with Renee Nato of PrestonCitySports.com. Then there's, there's Nichols, and Tim Rebo will have a very good team again. They defeated Southeastern at the end of last season. Uh, you know, I guess they, they've been, you know, they had the great run with Chase Forcade and the quarterback position started pretty well, but then slipped off the last year or so. Uh, how much better is their quarterback position this year? And, you know, how good, how good a team is this? We saw Guggenheim come on strong at running back for them late last year. Well, he did, Kenny, last year. Guggenheim, 266 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, you know, as a sophomore, 933 yards, averaging over six, almost six and a half yards per carry, nine touchdowns. Guggenheim will be joined in the backfield by uh, by Julian Gums, and, and and that's a one-two punch that's going to be really powerful for the Colonels. I think with those two in uh, an offensive line coming back, I think they'll be they'll have some players there that that I think can uh, can get Tim Rebo to the next next level. I, I really really think the Colonels can play well this year, and and that game against Southeast is always going to be a battle. All right, now we'll turn our attention to LSU because that was the news of the day, obviously, was the, the announcement by Miles Brennan that he's leaving the program, leaving football, and not going to play. This was clearly uh, after he was told he's, he's not going to be the, the starting quarterback. So, uh, look, I know the timing was pretty, uh, pretty interesting in this whole scenario because he, was, you know, he initially announced he was transferring. Then Brian Kelly uh, you know, obviously convinced him to come back, and he did. And then they were able to get Jaden Daniels to transfer. Nussmeyer was already there, and they'd already signed Walker Howard. Uh, it looks to me like they had an open competition for quite some time and that they've re- just reached another conclusion. Uh, I want to get you to talk about it extensively. First, about Brennan, and I know you know the family. And then secondly, uh, about Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer, because I think a lot of people have already read into the fact that it's going to be Jaden Daniels, and I'm not sure that's absolutely true. First and foremost, your thoughts about Brennan? Well, it, it surprised me, Kenny. I got to be honest. I, I did not think this would happen, but I was told about ten days ago that uh, someone who happened to watch practice said that it, it appeared that Miles Brennan was was losing energy. Uh, you know, I, I kind of blew it off. Maybe bad practice or whatever. And I just figured he's, you know, he had a great shot of of competing and maybe winning the sp- starting spot. Might be the safest bet against Florida State because uh, of his experience and, and he's been around a long time and his leadership skills. I figured that maybe he had a, a good chance of taking the first snap against Florida State. So this did surprise me. But I, I just think this has been going on for quite a while with Miles, and he's been thinking about this. And uh, do I want to continue to play football? And, you know, he, he's, uh, you know he's getting married soon. And, and I, I just think it, it, this is, there's other, other things that are more important. And, and I guess, you know, the, the fact that it looked like he was not going to land the starting role and didn't know where he was going to end up in the, in the pecking order. Kenny, I guess he kind of uh, put it to rest and made the decision easy for him. But uh, 
if he would have really, if, if he wanted to play football, there's other chances, other places he could have transferred to, and uh, and I think he would have looked at that opportunity. But uh, I think he just figures, you know, it's over. I don't want to play anymore. I've lost interest, uh, and it happens. And uh, I, I don't know. It's, I still think Garrett Nussmeyer is uh, is going to get a great shot to start. Jaden Daniels does have experience, but the kind of offense that I have a feeling that they're operating fits more for Garrett Nussmeyer than it is Jaden Daniels. I, I think you'll see them both, Kenny, in the first game because of what Jaden Daniels brings to the table. But Garrett Nussmeyer has, a, has an outstanding arm. Uh, he made some bad decisions last year, but again, he was a true freshman. And uh, he came back and used his red shirt year last year because I think he thought this is a great spot, a great place for me, and uh, I think this is where he wants to be. So uh, it's going to be... Uh, you know, I, uh, Brian uh, Kelly is not going to show his hand until until he really has to because, you know, he doesn't want Florida State to know any more than they need to. Won't give him any ammunition. But you're right. It looks like Jaden Daniels may be the starter, but I'm not sure that's uh, that's been decided yet. And, and I think Garrett Nussmeyer wouldn't be surprised if he is the starter when they take the field of doom. Well, I, I think Daniels has the edge in particular since Nussmeyer had an ankle problem most recently. And the question about Jaden Daniels is can he throw the ball well enough on a consistent basis because he, he can run extremely well. He's got experience, wasn't with a good team in Arizona State, so maybe that had something to do with his, you know, his passing performance too. So, and he's obviously liked by his teammates. And as for Nussmeyer, you know, he's the, he's the guy that's a take-charge guy, and he's a gunslinger, a guy that's going to throw it down the field and not afraid to take chances. So it's interesting. I wonder if the health affects him. The one thing that this would seem to do would be to – to really set their quarterback room without anybody leaving because that was what everyone was speculating now for quite some time was that, look, somebody's going to leave. Walker Howard's going to leave or, or Garrett Nussmeyer's going to leave. Uh, but now that's not going to happen. I think those guys both obviously stay now. Well, probably you are facing, though, Kenny, and, and I've heard Walker Howard has looked the sharpest at practice with his throws. Um, you know, the thing is, whoever the starter is, let's say, for example, that, uh, that Jaden Daniels does start against Florida State. If he suffers an injury, and, and he is a runner, and, uh, you know, he suffers an injury, all of a sudden you got Garrett Nussmeyer and you got a freshman that they want a red shirt with no experience as your backup. And that is scary. That is very, very scary entering the, the SEC. So are they going to tone down Jaden Daniels a little bit when he's in the game. Uh, maybe he's not as much running and make himself susceptible to, to an injury. Uh, you know, you take it away from his game a little bit. The thing is about Jaden Daniels, his arm is not the sharpest, but the thing is, what he's, what he's had a problem with getting in the past is he's, uh, he's tucked it and ran too quickly. He's, he's not went through his progressions. And, and with the receiving core that LSU possesses, you certainly – that is your strength. That's the guys you want to yes. get the ball to. And well, that's, that, that's a great point because that's, that's what I was going to bring up next, by the way, 504-260-1061, is the fact that when you evaluate this LSU offense, really the whole team, you could argue the defensive line is the strength of the team, but to me, the wide receiver position is the strength of this team. Therefore, don't you want a quarterback that's going to be able to get the ball to them consistently? Exactly, and, and you know when you got when you got those guys, they all going to be in the NFL. I mean, Butte and Jerry Jenkins and Brian Thomas, and you know Malik Neighbors and those guys. So that's the guys you want to get the ball in the hands of those guys and the receivers. And, and Noah Kane, I think John Emery are, are are solid running backs. How good they're going to be, don't know. 
you know, if they run behind their offensive line. I think their offensive line is going to be better than people think. I think it's a little deeper uh, than people think. There's not as much experience, but there's, there's some talent there. And I think that, uh, that the offensive line coach, Brad Davis, has done a really good job with them. And I think Brian Kelly really knows that he's got a better offensive line than he's leading on. He's a leading you believe. So, uh, you know, but as you said, Kenny, you're right. You want to get a guy who's going to get the hands of those receivers and let them make plays in space. And that right now is LSU's best chance this year. Yeah, I, I just think that it's all about the best coaches at any level don't fit players to their scheme. They fit their scheme to their players. And if your players dictate that their strength is clearly in one area, then that's the area you want to go in. And I'm not discounting Daniel's ability to throw it at all. Perhaps he's shown them that he can throw it. And if he has, he'll be the guy. And he's obviously liked by his teammates. And again, I, he did not play with a good team where he was previously. So that comes into play too. But I think what you said initially might be accurate. I think you might see both guys. Yeah, and and the thing is, too, another ace in the sleeve for Brian Kelly is that defense. You got four guys up front with Ojalari and Mason Smith and Jocelyn Roy and and Ali Gay. Those guys will be in the NFL in a year or two. And and the secondary has a lot of suspects, but they have some very good players back there. And I think the secondary is going to shake out to be a very uh, strength for this team. So uh, the linebackers, I think, are good, not great. But, I, I, you know, the defense is, is a strength of this team, and that's the type of players they have. Don't, don't know what Matt House, you know, how he's going to operate, but, uh, you know, he knows, he knows what he has. And, uh, and that defense can certainly save you, uh, save a quarterback. If he has a, throws an interception here or there, uh, that defense can bear you out. Yeah, back to the quarterback situation. Aside from the three they have, they've got a commitment from Ricky Collins of Woodlawn, of Baton Rouge. He originally had committed to Purdue a while back. That changed, and they, they're keeping this young man right at home. What is Ricky Collins all about? Ricky Collins is a do-threat guy, guy that's uh, – he, you know, he doesn't wow you, Kenny, but he's, uh, he's a leader. Um, you know, he's a guy that I think can be uh, a good player. I, he's not the kind of guy that's going to step in as a true freshman and really, uh, you know, t- take reins at an offense. But he's a guy that can come in next year and, and, and play. But he is a guy that lifts his team to the next level. He's a leader. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, has some skills that I think the coaching staff can tap into. Uh, and, and, and he's a guy, he'll, you know, he'll be the guy this year that they'll go with. He'll be the only quarterback they recruit for the 2023 class. You know, the only downside with recruiting right now, Kenny, is if you look at the top 12 in the state, uh, seven of the top 12 have already committed outside of the state to other, other teams. And, uh, you know, so LSU's right now, I got five or four of the top 12. But uh, Zalen's Heard is the only other one that's not committed. But right now, quite a few players in the, in the state of Louisiana, like I said, seven of the top 12 have already committed elsewhere. And, and today, Jordan Matthews, who everybody thought out of Woodlawn was going to Texas, has committed to Tennessee. He's the, he's the best cornerback in the state of Louisiana this year, a four-star Jordan Matthews committed to Tennessee today. So, you know, again, a guy that LSU could use uh, has already gone committed elsewhere. Is this a byproduct of a different staff and, and how they recruit nationally? Or is it a byproduct of the failure of the previous regime at LSU or maybe a combination of both? I think it's a combination of both. And I think also, Kenny, I really do think this, having talked to young men like you have, sometimes, you know, kids just want to get away. Just like LSU is pulling in quite a few guys from around the, from around the country. And, you know, they got uh, 10, 10 of the top uh, 215 players 
right now, and most of those kids are from out of the state of Louisiana. So, uh, you know, a lot of kids see LSU on TV. They know about DBU, the wide receiver U, and everything else, and they want to come play with the Tigers. Sometimes kids in Louisiana, uh, they just want to see what the world's about, and they want to commit to places like USC, Notre Dame, uh, Texas, places like that. So it's it's a trade-off, and, and a coach knows, has to gauge how much interest a, a young man has in your program before he really puts in a lot of time and, and recruits that young man hard. So, it, yeah, it might have a little bit to do with the previous regime and what Brian Kelly is looking for. But, again, a lot goes on the individual player, or what he wants to do, what, what he wants to see. And I'm going to tell you, I, I hate to say it because a commitment is a big, a big uh, celebration for a family and a young man. But, you know, right now, the transfer portal, Kenny, young men are committing to one school within a year. They could change their mind and be somewhere else. So, yeah. uh, you know, that, that changes everything now. For the class of 2023, is it one guy in Louisiana that remains? Is it two or three that LSU would want? Well, Zaylin's Hurd is a guy who is a right tackle out of Neville, and he's mm-hmm. he was playing opposite of Will Campbell at Neville, and I think he's yeah. one guy that that I think LSU has a great shot at, uh, and I think they're going to get they're going to get him before it's all said and done. Um, I tell you what, I'm going to throw out a name to you, and a lot of people don't know much about him. His name is Nicholas Harbor. He's out of Washington, D.C. He's the number one athlete in the country. Uh, he runs a 10 to 8 100. He's 6 feet 6, 235 pounds. And he has interest in LSU. He'll visit LSU on October 8th. Uh, and, and, and I tell you what, it, it's amazing. Jamar Kane is recruiting him very hard. He is a lot like Kiki Mingo, and he's a guy that just fell out of the sky. Nicholas Harbor. Will LSU get him? Don't know. He's out of Washington, D.C., a five-star. He can play a number of positions. He could be a, a wide receiver, an edge rusher. But uh, I tell you, he's, they, they're calling him the Bo Jackson of the 2023 class. He's that good of an athlete. <laughs> That's pretty definitive there. Renee Nato is our guest talking about LSU football right now. And, of course, the fact that Miles Brennan has moved on and he is not uh, going to be playing for LSU anymore. So uh, there's that, and we see it, and we wait to see who is going to get the starting job at quarterback. You mentioned running back earlier. That's the only one I'm not sold on, okay? I mean, we just haven't seen enough of John Emery to be sold on him. You know, Kane, we haven't seen enough of to be sold on him. Uh, I'm, just not, I'm just not sold on that position, which is another reason why I think they might throw the ball more. Yeah, and I think there's not a, a lot of pizzazz back there. I think Noah Kane may have a little bit of an edge uh, because of his, uh, I don't know, it just may be his style, I don't know, but they like Noah Kane. Uh, and, and I think the offensive line is somebody that will make a difference on how much they run the ball and how much they don't. And uh, so, But, I mean, when you got the weapons at wide receiver, you know, I know it's going to be a challenge. The defense is going to want to try to take that away and make you run the ball. But when you got the receivers – as many receivers as you have. I mean, that's certainly going to be the option number one. And, uh, you know, the, the running backs may get options because the teams, the opposing teams, trying to take your wide receivers out of the game. But, uh, you know, again, you got to go back to plan B, plan A, I should say, and, and go back to your strength. And this is why I still think Kayshawn Boutte and, and his, uh, his core of wide receivers uh, could have a very big year for the Tigers this year. All right, I'm going to ask you about some players in state that – that might be uh, sleepers and being under-recruited. And I, I, I'm really just going to point to one school, Brother Martin. I think there's three players on that team that are being under-recruited that are really, really good for different reasons. 
mean, the first is Corey Lambert. He's committed to what? Texas State? This yes. Kid, this kid is big. He is fast. He is good. And, and I, don't, I mean, no ill will toward Texas State, but he's better than that. I mean, I, I've done a lot of his games. He's really good. And, you know, there, there are others. Uh, Clayton Leonardo is a tremendous athlete. He's the best athlete on their team. It's a matter of where you play him. You don't play quarterback this year, but last year he lined up all over the place, their version of Taysom Hill, who's a really good athlete. And the third is a guy that people really don't know, and that's because he hasn't played football. He's going into his senior year, okay. and he's their starting center on their basketball team, Ray Lawton. Mm-hmm. And Ray, Ray is a tremendous athlete. He's almost 6'6". He's about 215, 220 pounds. And just by looking at him one time, Florida State offered him immediately in football. And people don't know about him because he hasn't played football. But when they see him, my guess is Florida State won't be the only major school offering him. So I'd start with that school right there with those kids. Yeah, and Kai Brown's another one that's, uh, you know, getting some... Real good player. Yeah, yeah, really good player. And I think they're going to have a great year. Brother Mark's going to have a great year this year. The team that is loaded to the gills, Kenny, is St. Augustine. I mean, yep. with Tyree Adams and Kyron Borda, I mean, they just are really, really loaded, and they have great uh, great players in the secondary and, and uh, offensive line. they got two linemen that are being recruited. So, uh, you know, Troy Brown's committed to Louisiana Tech, I believe. So you got mm-hmm. some players at, at St. Augustine. This could be a special year for the, for the Purple Knights, and uh, that's another team to keep an eye on. Yeah, I think talent-wise, they're the best team overall talent-wise here locally in 5A, and that might even include Carr, who's – moved in there. John Curtis obviously is very good. Uh, but again, that whole league is good. You're talking about a vastly improved Holy Cross team with their skill, which is excellent. And of course, I mentioned Brother Martin and Jesuit was a state finalist a year ago and we didn't even mention Archbishop Rummel and they're pretty good and they've got an LSU commit on their team. So that's a crazy, that's a crazy good league when you add Carr to that league. And Ken, if you want to talk about the best school, if you go to a Destrahan game, you're going to see the scouts lined up on the sidelines. I mean, you know, with with Jai Eugene and and uh, and Daniel Blood and uh, you know the Jefferson kids, Slim Jefferson, and uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Christian Martin, uh, you know, an offensive tackle, uh, Leonard Harris, a, a cornerback. Uh, like I said, Leslie Jefferson. I mean, they are just loaded. You know, Larry Cannon, a, a big 330-pound offensive guard, is being being looked at. So, Destrahan, Marcus Scott, he won't say this because he don't admit it, but he's got more talent. He's got guys who are backups, Kenny, who are getting some scholarship offers. So, Destrahan, you do not want to play Destrahan this year if they're not on your schedule. They, that's a team you want to avoid. Oh, no, they're extremely gifted, and they've been close uh, the last few years. So, And, again, we don't know what the playoff – is going to look like at this point. We won't know that till September 7th or so. So we're all just kind of in the dark waiting for appeals and rulings to be made on who's going to be placed where and what the playoffs are going to look like. That's, that's all still up in the air. And I know that's confusing to people and it's frustrating to people, but uh, that's where we're at uh, with regard to high school football at this stage. I mean, when you look at other, I mentioned some of the teams here locally that are really good and you follow it closely and you follow recruits and, and players anybody else locally that we should be watching this year I know Hanville will be better too overall uh, this year and you know I'm looking at the North Shore and I, I mean certainly Ponchatoula lost a ton but they're still going to be pretty good because they got players in St. Paul's will be pretty good too well you know Warren Easton's got a couple of guys well that's uh, always <laughs> Buxton, you know that, that defensive tackle is, is somebody I really like a lot 
and, and, and Jariah Johnson, a linebacker, is, is two players for the for the Eagles that I think, and they both defensive players. I think that gives you know them uh, some players a solid defense, and, and I think that that's going to carry them a long way. But Warren Easton is a team that every year, year in year out. Uh, we'll always have excellent players, and 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 uh, Carmelis Crump is another offensive lineman, a big six three, three hundred pound uh, plus offensive lineman is another guy that uh, is going to going to give them a lot of strength up front. He's an offensive lineman, so uh, Warren Easton got some players this year, and I think they're certainly uh, they'll compete. I'll give you another uh, situation when you look at high schools about a team that you can watch to make a a big jump this year, and that's McDonough 35. I wrote a preview on Frank Dagg's team for CrescentCitySports.com this past week, and I don't know that I've ever seen this before, Renee. A team that returns all 22 starters, all 22 from a year ago. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Yeah, and, and Frank does a great job. I mean, that's, he just uh, he does a great job, and 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 I tell you, Tyrus Morris is one guy, a wide receiver. I'm sure you did it. You know very familiar with with how good he is. And Tyrus Morris for for the Ronnie was going to be a special type player. Uh, he's got a, he's got a lot of looks, and and uh, right now, and he can be very very good. He's also a, a sprinter in, the, in a 60 meters and 100 meters as well. So uh, McDonough 35 year to year, I think got great athletes, and this will be no difference. All right. So now we look at the uh, today the Associated Press. College football rankings came out in Alabama, no surprise. Number one, Ohio State, no surprise. Number two, Georgia, no surprise. Number three, Clemson, no surprise. Number four, Notre Dame at number five, which is pretty intriguing. People would say, well, why does Brian Kelly leave a team if they're that good? And the answer is because he thinks he can go somewhere else and have a chance to win it all, perhaps. But again, when you look at those names, the first four are no surprise at all, right? No, it's not, and and uh, and I and, and I tell you what, I think, you know, uh, this is going to be, you know, Alabama. I guess they're always going to be in there year in year out, uh, you know, because of Nick Saban. As long as he's there, they're going to have a chance, and and uh, you know, he's going to be rated high. But uh, you know, a, a team that I, I really got to keep an eye on, I think, is going to make some make some noise. If not this year, down the road, uh, USC is going to be a team that eventually is going to get somewhere. Uh, Texas A&M. They're going to be, I know they're in the top ten. Uh, Oklahoma's a team that's going to be, I think, can be special this year. Uh, and Utah, they came out of nowhere, and, and, and they are a solid team. Now, they're the best team on the West Coast, and uh, they're going to be a team to reckon with uh, with their schedule. And all of a sudden, also, they always, Utah always has an outstanding defense, and this will be no different. Well, in fact, A&M is number six, Utah seventh, Michigan number eight, Oklahoma ninth, Baylor is number 10, which brings up the topic of Dave Aranda. Maybe he was undervalued, Renee. He was, and, and he's, he's the professor, and, and he's got, he, he, did, he did a better job than I thought. I thought it might take a little bit of an acclimation uh, process for him, but he, put, he got some good assistant coaches, Kenny, and gave them uh, freedom to do what they need to do what they do well, and uh, Dave Aranda is, is an excellent coach, and, and he's a very intelligent man, and uh, he knows how to make in-game adjustments, which he does a great job of, uh, and, and he's going to be around there for a long time. And, and that was a great get by, by Baylor to hire him because I think he's, he was one of the uh, – a sleeping giant as a, as a head football coach. Well, you mentioned USC. They're 14th overall. Miami, who's recruiting like crazy, is 16th. And when you look at other teams of interest with ties to, to area conferences, Arkansas is 19, Kentucky's 20. Ole Miss is 21, 
Cincinnati is 23. Houston is 24 out of the American Athletic Conference. To me, I understand Arkansas quarterback back. They had a really good year, and he did a great job. I just wonder if they maxed out. Kentucky, I get it. They got good players. Coach Stoops has done an excellent job. Ole Miss, I'm not too sure about that with the players they lost uh, to to have them that high. Well, you know, I mean, you you got – you know, you got some talent over at Ole Miss, and uh, I think they're going to be really, uh, you know, down the road. I think they're going to be a team to, to be reckoned with, and um, you know, they got a lot of talent there. And um, I think Lane Kiffin did a good job of recruiting. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and you got Jackson Dart is going to be the quarterback there. He's going to he's going to pull the trigger for for the Ole Miss Rebels. But um, you know, Ole Miss is a mystery team. How good can they be? Are they going to be a team that competes? that can, can play and beat the Alabamas and, and, and the big teams in the SEC, or are they going to be a mediocre team? I don't know. But if, if there's going to be a year for Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, this would be it. He's got a team, and he's got the players. Uh, and, and, and I think, you know, he picked up a great running back, Zachary Evans, out of TCU, which and, and Ulysses Bentley uh, out of SMU. He's got a pair of running backs he picked up via the transfer portal, Kenny. That's going to be a dangerous duo when you're facing Ole Miss. That's going to be a pair of running backs that you have to contend with. Uh, Bentley did a great job at SMU, and, and Evans was the number one running back in college in, uh, as a recruit a couple of years ago, and he's, they're both playing for Ole Miss right now. So, um, you know, uh, I, I just think right now he's got some weapons on offense, and, and uh, Jonathan Mingo, one of the best receivers in the SEC, will be a key target for Jackson Dart. LSU not in either the coaches' poll or the AP poll in the top 25 for the first time since Nick Saban's first season. Uh, That's not a surprise to me. It certainly is motivation, though, because, I mean, I think LSU's an eight-win team. I really do. I do, too, and I mean, I think the best they can do uh, would be nine wins. You don't know what injuries would happen during the year. Uh, You know, and and can they bounce back if they lose a player? Do they have enough depth at whatever position they would lose that player? But, uh, you know, I think, you know, the pollsters around the country, Kenny, are looking at LSU like, show me what you can do. Prove to me that you are a good team. Brian Kelly's record notwithstanding, I think he is a a great coach, and I think he'll do a great job. And um, But I, I just think that right now he has to prove to the country that he can come in here and turn this thing around because, I, I don't want to say it was a train wreck he, he, uh, he got when he arrived, but it was, it was a mess, and things were going in different directions. And he had to kind of pull us back together and, and, uh, and prove to the, to the team overall that he's the guy that can lead this team to supremacy where LSU once was. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But eight wins is, is realistic. Nine wins is a possibility. Yeah, to see that, that many players gone from the program and such few scholarship players by the end of the season. I mean, look, it, it was really, it had deteriorated tremendously. So no surprise at all that they're not uh, in this, uh, in these polls. I mean, people have asked the question. I'm like, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. And, you know, I think the SEC is, is good but not great. And it's top-heavy, obviously, with the top two teams. And well, you know, Kenny, I tell you what, though, from the transfer portal, they rated LSU as the third best team, most successful team for the players they got out of the transfer portal. Right above them was Ole Miss. Number two was the second best team in the country as far as how they uh, used the transfer portal this, this season. And the number one team in the country 
rated was USC, how they yeah. took advantage of the transfer portal. So USC number one, Ole Miss number two, LSU number three, who took in 16 imports, and most of those guys, those 16, are going to play significant roles for LSU this year. He's Rene Nato. Of course, you can follow him. Uh, read his work at CrescentCitySports.com. We hope you will. Rene, it's always a pleasure. We appreciate the time tonight. Kenny, I got a story coming to you on Adam Prentice, the fullback in New Orleans Saints. It'll be an interesting read. What a guy he is, and nobody knows who the fullback is, but read the story. What a great, uh, great individual he is, and a hard-nosed player. Adam Prentice, fullback for the New Orleans Saints. Well, I got to ask you then before we leave: uh, Are the Saints going to keep a fullback? I'm not sure they're going to. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm using Adam Prentice because the things he does. Uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, you could say, well, you could put somebody else in there, but he is good at what he does, and he's also mm-hmm. very good on special teams. So, yeah. uh, you know, before people say, dismiss and say, well, you really don't need a fullback, Adam Prentice does what the Saints need, and is it, is it a sure thing they're going to keep him? Don't know, but right yeah. now they like his, his skills and what he brings to the table. Uh, and he does what he does. He does very well. So I would think Adam Prentice right now has a good shot of sticking around. And you just can't stick anybody back there and say you're a fullback block. There's a lot more to it. Renee, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Kenny. Have a great evening. Thank you. You got it. That's Renee Nato again. Follow his fine work at CrescentCitySports.com. That's CrescentCitySports.com. We'll take a time out here. It's five zero four two six zero. 1061. If you'd like to join us, that's 504 260 1061. When we return, more on the Saints, our take on what we saw in game one and what's to come as well as we continue with all access for a Monday night. Ken Trahan with our producer, Rudy Dixon, back in just a moment here on 1061 FM Nash Icon or on the web at NashFM1061.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, now during this challenging season with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up, MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. 
Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. An empty Mickey D's fry box doesn't mean your meal is actually over. Nah, it ain't over till you've checked out the bottom of the bag for those getaway fries. You know, the ones that couldn't be contained in the fry box, but will always find their way to your stomach. Fry cravings just hit? Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mobile order and pay and participate in McDonald's. App download and registration required. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. You remember that time you were singing in the shower? And then you heard a knock on the wall? And then you realized that your bathroom shared a wall with your neighbor's bedroom? And all you could do was stand there silently, thinking about all the other things they may have heard in the four years you've lived there? <sighs> yeah, good times. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. And Doug. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When was the last time you changed your spark plugs? Replacing your spark plugs can restore the efficiency and performance of your vehicle. Stop by and get a $12 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase four or more select Iridium spark plugs. Get better performance with new spark plugs from your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. Coming off a 17-13 loss at Houston in their preseason opener, the New Orleans Saints are back at training camp preparing for preseason game number two at Green Bay Friday night. The Saints escaped their opening game with no real injuries to speak of. Wednesday night, join me with Saints Hall of Fame electee and former LSU star Devery Henderson for all access live at Treasure Chess Casino and FanDuel Sportsbook in Kenner at 6 p.m. with autographs and prizes. Former LSU pitcher Parker Bug promoted to the Miami Marlins. The Marlins face San Diego tonight. Bug had a 1.88 earn run average in 17 games for Triple A Jacksonville. He's the 83rd major leaguer in the history of LSU baseball and the fourth former Tiger to reach the big leagues this season, joining Kramer Robertson, Michael Papierski, and Josh Smith in that role. And in golf, Will Zalatoris captured his first PGA title, winning the FedEx St. Jude Championship in Memphis on the third playoff hole with Sepp Straka. Both had finished at 15 under par in regulation. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com 
and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Saints, of course, have one preseason game by the boards. Too bad they're not done with it, right? I mean, that's the nature of preseason games. They're largely miserable to watch. You just hope and pray nobody gets hurt, and you try to get through it. And more and more every year, more key players for every franchise are simply not partaking in the field activities at all. And I think that's just going to continue to trend in that direction. As I said earlier, unless you're a very young team and you have young starters that need to play, or you're a bad team, trying to find players, I don't think you play frontline players. I just don't think it's worth the risk. And of course, that resulted in a lot of players getting opportunities in Houston, and some distinguished themselves. Others were exposed. You know, what did you get out of this game? Three turnovers. Of course, the other side turned it over three times, too. Blown coverages on the game-winning drive for Houston, which resulted in the game-winning touchdown. That's the basis of preseason football, which oftentimes are just woeful exhibitions, nature of what you're able to see. You know, the good and the bad. Look, people want to pile on Trevor Penny at this point, and I get that. The reality of the situation is he's not ready to start a left tackle in the NFL. But they drafted him for a reason, because of his ability to run block, because of his passion for the game, and how hard he plays and he finishes plays. The question is, can he unlock his hips? Can he be less than stiff to pass block and move well enough to be able to do so? And is he going to learn on the job? You would think he would, and it's way, way, way too early uh, to lose confidence in a young man or to blitz him and just dismiss him, because I just think that it's, it's not worth it. Because the bottom line is he's that young, and he needs to be out there. James Hurst is going to start at left tackle barring injury, and he should, at least to start the season. I think that's pretty obvious where the Saints are concerned. Positives out of the game? Well, of course, Andy Dalton uh, did exactly what you hoped he would do, sure of himself, in control of the huddle, making the right decisions, completing every pass he threw, including a touchdown, and then get out of there. You need him. No need to see him any further. Chase Hansen, they just brought him back, and, man, he was good. He did a lot of good things in this game. And if you're looking for depth at linebacker, you may have just found a guy that stepped up and has a chance to be that guy beyond Pete Werner, of course, Demario Davis, and Caden Ellis. See if he can carry that over. Blake Gilligan, man, he, he was a godsend as a punter last year. And he was tremendous in this game as well, picking up where he left off. Tony Jones Jr. did a nice job. Dwayne Washington distinguished himself well. Justin Evans I thought was good. Of course, Dejon Dixon, three catches, 33 yards, looked good. And I thought Abram Smith looked good other than the fumble. Can't leave the ball on the ground, but boy, he running the football, he looked a little different, didn't he, to me, than the other guys. I think you need to see him maybe a little bit more a little bit earlier in the next game because he was a guy they signed for a lot of money. It's going to be hard to get him through waivers if you want to try to keep him without allowing him to make the, you know, the roster. So I think that's a guy to look at. I mean, obviously, Penning was a negative in this game. Ian Book overall certainly a negative. Didn't handle a staff from center to an interception. That in defensive book, he got better as the game went on. 
But again, not a guy that you dismiss outright by any stretch. It's obvious that he's at his best when he's on the move. And the bootlegs, he's effective in that role. Defensive backs, reserve defensive backs, blowing coverage is obviously a negative two. So those are things that you take out of the first game. Great to see Will Lutz back out there and making a field goal. And again, their kicking game should be very good with Gilligan, with Lutz, and with Deontay Hardy as a return man. So much to like there at Green Bay Friday night, so a short week to prepare for that. But as I mentioned before, I don't think you look for any veteran players that matter to be out there again, except for the linemen that have to see a few snaps. And again, just cross your fingers about injuries because that's truly what this is all about is staying away from the mistake that could cause a season to go downhill based on injury. So for the best and move forward. My take on the New Orleans Saints. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Speaking of the Saints, we'll tell you about some upcoming big events for the Saints Hall of Fame. When we return, we'll also tell you about some big event coming up as the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club comes back, finally, after the pandemic. All that to come when we continue in a moment here on All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. An empty Mickey D's fry box doesn't mean your meal is actually over. Nah, it ain't over till you've checked out the bottom of the bag for those getaway fries. You know, the ones that couldn't be contained in the fry box, but will always find their way to your stomach. Fry cravings just hit? Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mobile order and pay and participate in McDonald's. App download and registration required. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. You remember that time you were singing in the shower, and then you heard a knock on the wall, and then you realized that your bathroom shared a wall with your neighbor's bedroom, and all you could do was stand there silently, thinking about all the other things they may have heard in the four years you've lived there? <sighs> yeah, good times. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Were you or your parents at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987? If so, you need to hear this. It's been proven there was toxic drinking water. If you are diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, it may be due to that exposure. Visit DudleyDebosier.com for details. Serving those who serve us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Stephen DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22138848. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. If you're a renter, make sure you're protected. Renter's insurance includes options that cover stolen property, personal injury, and living expenses if your place is damaged. Quote renter's insurance at progressive.com. This report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or 
We could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. This is Josh Danzig with Where at Magazine and whereyat.com with your weekend picks for 106.1 Nash Icon. This weekend, don't miss the free Jazz at Congo Square Festival at Armstrong Park with great live music and tasty food. And if you're an athlete, sign up today at latrail.org for the Cajun Man Triathlon and Duathlon taking place on August 28th in Lafayette. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, check out the newly redesigned whereyat.com community calendar that features live music listings, festivals, and more. Or sign up for the Whereyat Weekly eBlast to get all the events sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Saints Hall of Fame Alumni Weekend is coming up October 28th through the 30th. That's a three-day period of events on Friday, October 28th. The Saints Hall of Fame Induction Luncheon will take place at noon at the Jefferson Orleans North at 2600 Edenborn Avenue in Metairie. Former Saints wide receiver Devery Henderson, former running back and special team star Fred McAfee will be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame. While longtime Saints trainer Kevin Mangum will receive the Joe Gemelli Florida Lee Award. Tickets for the luncheon are $60 a person or $600 for a table of 10 for the induction luncheon on Friday, October 28th at noon at the Jefferson Orleans North on Edenborn in Metairie. And the Saints Hall of Fame Gala returns after a two-year hiatus Saturday, October 29th from 5 to 8 p.m. at Chateau Golf and Country Club at 3600 Chateau Boulevard in Kenner. The event is a taste of New Orleans with food from more than 20 area restaurants. Beer and soft drinks are part of the admission price, and there will be a cash bar for mixed drinks and wine. Saints alumni from around the country will attend and will be available for autographs and pictures. And tickets are $75 each. And for more information, you can call this number, 504-471-2192. That's 504-471-2192. Or you can email saintshalloffame at yahoo.com. That's saintshalloffame, one word, at yahoo.com. Of course, you can visit the website at saintshalloffame.com. Facebook, Twitter pages as well. A final break. Back in just a moment to close things out. Tell you about our show on Wednesday night at Treasure Chest when we continue in a moment here with All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at nashfm1061.com. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. 
Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food in a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or if you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working on play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. risk getting stranded with a bad battery. Our professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery does need to be replaced, we'll help you find the best battery for your vehicle and your budget. Don't wait until your battery is dead. Get it tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino is now open. Now you have access to one of the best sports betting experiences around. Combining the excellence and experience of FanDuel with our signature Void Gaming hospitality. Place your bets and get back before kickoff. Or stick around with all your friends and enjoy the sports action right here. That's FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino. Just off I-10 and Ketter on the banks of Lake Pontchartrain. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. An empty Mickey D's fry box doesn't mean your meal is actually over. Nah, it ain't over till you've checked out the bottom of the bag for those getaway fries. You know, the ones that couldn't be contained in the fry box, but will always find their way to your stomach. Fry cravings just hit? Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mobile order and pay and participate in McDonald's. App download and registration required. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. You remember that time you were singing in the shower, and then you heard a knock on the wall, and then you realized that your bathroom shared a wall with your neighbor's bedroom, and all you could do was stand there silently, thinking about all the other things they may have heard in the four years you've lived there? <sighs> yeah, good times. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Ken Trahan on 1061 FM NASH Icon at NASHFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. As we close things out, the radio show coming up on Wednesday night. 
will originate from Treasure Chest at FanDuel Sportsbook Wednesday night at 6 p.m. You'll want to be there because we'll have former Opelousas, LSU, and New Orleans Saints star Devery Henderson is our live guest at Treasure Chest Casino and FanDuel Sportsbook, 6 p.m. live show here on 106.1 FM. Devery will be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame on October 28th. You'll want to be there Wednesday night. He'll sign autographs, take pictures. We'll give away prizes Wednesday night at 6 p.m. at Treasure Chest and FanDuel Sportsbook in Kenner. And finally, the 84th year of the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club.